Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Just Sports. Uh, my name is Zach Richardson, and I will be the host of this podcast. Um, a little bit about the podcast and uh, what to expect from it. Uh, you're going to hear a lot about sports. I'm a sports junkie, so talk about what's going on in uh, college sports, professional sports, um, mainly baseball, basketball, football, uh, all the good stuff going on. But uh, today's episode will be a little special. Um, we're, we're mourning the loss of NBA legend Kobe Bryant. And um, so, yeah, this one's episode to be uh, be a little bit about him, talk about him a little bit and the impact he's had on the game of basketball. So, yeah, um, Kobe Bryant was just, uh, I mean, I describe him as a dude, you know. Um, the guy had this mentality to where he was going to do anything it took to win. And I think that's what made him so special. But not only was he special for the stuff that he did on the court, uh, he was also special for the things he did off the court. Um, let's just start off with it from the beginning. So um, Kobe Bryant, a young kid coming out of high school, um, got traded immediately, went, or got drafted by the, the Hornets and immediately was traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. And uh, that's where it all began at. Um, he was able to win, what, five five championships. He won championships in 2000, 2001, 2002, 2009, and 2010, three of those being consecutive championships with uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Um, uh, Kobe just had this drive in him, and he and I, I talked to everybody. I talked to a lot of people about sports all the time, and uh, Kobe Bryant just had this his drive to him. He, he pushed his teammates to be the best they could be. Um, uh, I told somebody earlier, I was talking to uh, Kobe Bryant would probably say some stuff to his teammates that would, that could hurt their feelings. But at the end of the day, it's not personal with him. You know, he's, he's just a competitor. And, and um, that's just part of his, uh, what, what you, we all know it as the mama mentality um, is a term that, I mean, we all use it to talk about, the level of intensity and focus, <coughs> both of what the intensity of his preparation and on the court. Um, everybody uses it. NFL players use it. Baseball players use it. Hockey players use it. You know, this guy was just an icon. I, I hear kids. Um, I hear kids talk about the the mama mentality. Um, he was just a, a special guy. I mean, and. The way he got that term, or the way he, uh, way that phrase began, it was just like I said with with him. Some of the stuff that he's been through, um, tearing his Achilles multiple times. You know, I've seen people sit out with dislocated fingers or or uh, a torn, slot uh, partially torn ligament or something in their finger or something like that. And and this guy tore his Achilles. Or, yeah, he tore his Achilles. And stayed on the court to shoot his free throws. You know that's that's this guy's mindset. He's somebody who he's he's not gonna he's not gonna sit like back away or not gonna let any little injuries take him out for anything. But but yeah, he I don't know. You don't have a lot of players like that. You know, and a lot of people comparing to Michael Jordan, and I can see that. You know, Jordan had this mentality of hey, I'm gonna win. I'm here to win championships. I'm gonna do whatever it takes to win championships. And 
Kobe Bryant was that in a nutshell. You know, uh, I, I look back at some of his games that he's played in, and and Kobe Bryant had some games. You know, uh, I think about the game in Toronto. He scored eighty-one points. It's a special moment. You know, um, he came out there, and like I said, we talk about that. Talk about that drive, and you know, for some people, you may think, "Oh, yeah, he ball hogs and all this stuff." And no, that's that's not the case at all. It's just his team. I mean, he felt his team felt he felt that his team was a little flat, and you know, he wanted to pick him up a little bit. And, and what better way to pick him up and score eighty one points? You know, once you see your teammate call or you see your teammate scoring points like that, um, it's really gonna it's really gonna open up the guy's eyes and make them start playing like, "Hey, this dude really wants to win." You know. And I want to be. I want to jump on this uh, on this train and get this win with for him or with him. Um, yeah, and um, talk about Kobe Bryant. Like I said, uh, not just as a basketball player, but also as a person. Kobe Bryant was involved in many, many, many organizations and charities. I mean, he was in, I believe, seven different charities. Uh, you always see Kobe Bryant. Um, make a wish or adopt a family or just donate money somewhere, you know, that's the side of people, the side a lot of people didn't see. And I believe that is why Kobe Bryant touched so many people is just because not only, I mean, he it was like he had switch, you know, um, on the court, high intense, you know, competitive, wants to win. At times, I mean, people could view him. Uh, I mentioned earlier, people could view him as somebody who's selfish or, or cocky or, or something like that. But, but then you know, the side that a lot of people don't see is when that switch is flipped off, and he's out in the community. He's uh, engaging himself with kids, and you know, as a young kid myself, who's who's been blessed to have an opportunity to meet professional athletes. Um, that's something that you remember for the rest of your life. And to be able to meet somebody like Kobe Bryant, who has such a great reputation, um, is a great basketball player. One, one of the greatest basketball players that ever played the game. Um, you know, it's, that's something those kids will remember and cherish forever. <clears throat> um, you know, and then not and outside of that, uh, just Kobe as a family, man, you know, he had, Four kids, which um, one sadly, uh, Gianna was also in the helicopter crash that, uh, and she was also killed in the crash. Um, but you just see that Kobe Bryant was a—he was much more than just basketball. He—he he wasn't just a basketball player. You know, he was a—he was a family man. Um, I look at while he's while he's still playing in the league before his retirement. You know, he's his daughter's on the sideline, his wife's on the sideline, and, and he'll look over and wink at him or something or smile at him, you know. And, you know, he's just being around the people that he loves, and you know, he, he doesn't he doesn't forget the big picture. You know, he still sees the big picture of, yeah, I'm, I'm playing professional basketball, but this is my family, you know, and he's going to make it. He wants to make his family as happy as possible, which is, which is what you're supposed to do as a husband. You know, it's um, – he was his family, you know, that's, and you look at your ideal, you look at your uh, typical, your ideal family in this world. Um, a lot of people will look at Kobe Bryant and say, Hey, 
that's it right there. That's that's my ideal family. And um, you know, my heart my heart goes out to the rest of the Bryant family as, as well as um, the others involved in the in the plane crash. But um, you know, even uh, his daughter Gianna, or, or also known as uh, Gigi, um, Kobe Bryant, and his impact on her. Uh, not a, not only as a person, but also as a basketball player. You know, she grew up in that household with Kobe Bryant, and um, you know, she kind of had that, of course, that mem- that Mamba mentality, and played just like him. You know, he she had that she had that swagger about her that that Kobe had when he played, and she goes out there and. She knows, yeah, I've trained hard enough to where I, I'm not even worried about the outcome. I'm gonna, I know I'm going to do my thing because I've done the correct training for it. And um, I just watched an interview with Kobe, and and uh, he was talking about how, like, all the fans would go and they see him and, and be trying to tell him that they need to have a son so you can so the son can carry on the tradition and everything. And and I thought it was pretty funny. And uh, Gigi, was, I mean, he, he made the statement that Gigi was like, hey, I got this, you know, don't worry about it. I got this. And I, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the mom mentality coming out. Like, no, we, I got this. I can handle it. She knows she's capable of doing it. Um, but yeah, she was uh very young, you know, you hate to see, you hate to see anybody pass, especially in a situation like that. So unexpected, but you know, somebody so young, there's just 13 years of age, you know, I haven't really had to see, um, their full potential yet. And, um, you know, it's, it's gotta be, it's gotta be rough, but, um, you know, it's just thinking about the thoughts going on from the rest of the Bryant family, you know, the, the three younger sisters and the mom and the mom and Kobe's wife, Vanessa, and just kind of what's going on through their mind. You know, you, you just kind of wonder, um, and I've seen how the rest of the NBA community reacted to the loss of Kobe Bryant and can only imagine what it's like in the Bryant household today and how it was last night after hearing the news. Um, you know, Kobe Bryant had such a nod. I said it, and I say it multiple times, you know, I'm just kind of at a loss of words right now because the whole situation doesn't really feel doesn't seem real, you know. Who who would have thought that Kobe Bryant would be gone at the age of forty one? You know, he's he was the guy I grew up watching play basketball. You know, I'd go in the backyard and I'd go in my basketball hoop and and I would play and I'd pretend to be Kobe. You know, I I try to shoot shots like Kobe and and you know I try to act like Kobe does. You know, it's it's somebody who's a he's a role model to a lot of kids and and. Um, but you know, uh, just the just the players, even the players in the NBA. You know, a lot of the players who were coming into the league while Kobe was leaving the league, um, they grew up watching him play ball. You know, they were right, he was their role models. I look at somebody like Trey Young and, and Devin Booker. You know, those guys are just two first two to pop in my head, and you know, two young players. And uh, you can see it. It was it was tough to watch NBA ball yesterday just to, just seeing the emotion out of the players you know um Kobe Bryant had a lot of connections you I mean he, he still talked to a lot of those young players and 
and gave them words of encouragement to uh, keep improving their game. Um, you know, Trey Young talked in an interview and talked about his last conversation with him. You know, Kobe's been out of the league for about about three years, and he's still calling Trey like, "Hey, keep up the good work," you know. And and not only was he talking about keep up the good work on the court, but he was also just saying, keep up the good work as far as being a role model to these young players, you know, um, setting a positive example and and uh, displaying yourself in a, in a mannerable way. And I, I thought that was really cool. And, um, you know, Trey went out and it was very interesting. Trey Young and Devin Booker, they both had uh, 24 shot attempts. And I think they scored 45 and 30, something like that, uh, each. And... But I just thought it was pretty cool. And then uh, they both shot at 24 attempts, and I think they had like eight rebounds. And and then with the teams that played yesterday after hearing the news, um, I thought it was a really awesome, really awesome thing they did by, you know, taking the 24-second shot clock violation or uh, taking an eight-second backcourt violation just to show their respect to Kobe. You know, Kobe was a ball player. And – you know, you can never tell what's going on in somebody's head. And, you know, I, but I, I believe that <clears throat> I believe that Kobe would have, you know, Kobe would have wanted those guys to go out and play ball. You know, he, I think in his mind, I think in his words, he would probably, I mean, he'd probably be thinking, you know, hey, don't let me stop you. Keep go, go, go ahead and get them buckets, you know, go ahead and do, do play the sport you love to play and play the sport that you're blessed to play. You know, don't, don't waste an opportunity to, to do that because, I mean, just in this situation, you never know when your life can be taken from you. You know, it can happen at any point. You just don't know, and, and you hate you hate to see it, but it's it's life, you know. Um, something else is, and I don't know, I'm kind of all over the place here, and but uh, Mark Cuban, um, he came out yesterday and said that no player for the Dallas Mavericks would ever wear number 24 again, you know. I think that's I think that's really cool, and I, I honestly think that that should be a, a league-wide thing that nobody should be able to wear the number 24. You know, they pick 24, pick 8, or both, I don't know, but um, something needs to be done for, for Kobe, you know, not not just because he passed away, but just because of the person he was, like the person he was in the community and, and the player he was on the court, you know, he's – they don't come around like that very often. You know, he's a, he was a special one, especially coming into the league at such a young age and doing some of the stuff that he did at a young age, you know, the accomplishments he had. Um, there's got to be something done. And, um, yeah, it's it's just uh, this is a crazy, it's a crazy experience. It's a, it's a crazy process, crazy to process right now. And, um, you know, I hope. I hope that um, the family can get through this. Both families can get through this. Um, I hope friends and family or friends of the family can get through this, you know, and thoughts and prayers go out to them. You know, just it's just amazing how many people that have been impacted by this. Um, you know, tonight they're going to re-air Kobe Bryant's final game in the NBA. Like I said, Kobe Bryant's a special player, and, and, and special players do special things. And um, it's one of my favorite 
one of my favorite Kobe Bryant stories is his retirement. You know, he's he's uh, getting there. He's getting up there in age a little bit. It's his very last game um, for the Los Angeles Lakers, which the only team that he played for. Um, going to play his last game. And, you know, of course, he does something special. He goes out and, and drops 61 against the Utah Jazz in his last game, you know. Uh, it was just something – it didn't matter if you were a Kobe fan or not. Um, you were always excited when he had the ball in his hands because you knew something was going to happen. You know, most of the time people that that said they disliked Kobe Bryant, it wasn't because they disliked him as a person, but it was because they disliked him because he was so good, you know. And it's understandable, you know, if somebody, if your team, if, you're, if your team's the Sacramento Kings and Kobe Bryant's coming in year in and year out and just wrecking, you know, what are you going to think? You don't you don't want that. Yeah, you're not going to like that guy. I don't care how good he is, you're not going to like him. But but um, but you were going to respect him as a player because that's that's what he was. He was a, he was a very respectable or a very respected player by everyone in the league and not even just the NBA, but the NFL, the MLB, the soccer world, you know, he really impacted everybody. And um, January 26th was a sad day. Um, Today that everyone, I mean, sports fans will remember it for the rest of their lives is the day that, that Kobe Bryant passed away and was taken from this world way too soon and um yeah it's, uh, it's just uh it's just unbelievable so yeah, as uh yeah just just first episode just kind of this really isn't going to be uh tone of my podcast or anything but this was just something that um something I had on my mind you know I'm a I'm a basketball fan and like I said I grew up watching Kobe Bryant play and and with this it wasn't it wasn't just for me it wasn't just somebody else passing away you know this this felt like it was an uncle that's passing away you know that that's even though I didn't know him personally that's the kind of that's the kind of feeling I got towards him just by the stuff he does and the stuff he says, you know, I can relate to a lot of the stuff he says. And, and, um, so yeah, this is just, this just hit a little different. Um, but yeah, like I said, this, um, just want to have this first podcast, you know, talk a little bit about Kobe Bryant, um, and his legacy, you know, I'm sure I'll still continue to hear people shoot socks in the laundry basket, you know, Kobe, you know, that's something that's going to live forever. You know, it's going to be awesome. Um, but, yeah, so I uh, hope you guys uh, come back for my next podcast. Um, we're going we're gonna to be talking a lot of sports. Like I said, it's, it's going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to be funny. You know, we're going to get some topics. I'm going to have some people come on and talk with me. It's going to be a good time. Um, so, yeah, I'll see you guys next week.